Thank you for joining us on the Underdog Podcast, the place where we believe at one point in your life, you were an underdog and overcame adversity. And for that reason, we want to hear your story. I am your boy, Calvin Blackman. And I am Kyle Decker. This episode is powered by BetterHelp. Here at The Underdog, we know life can be difficult, and sometimes you need to talk to someone. That's why we have partnered with BetterHelp, the leader in online therapy. Underdog listeners can save 10% on their first month. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash underdog. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com forward slash underdog to get your discount today. Our guest today will be remembered as one of the greatest athletes and swimmers in his high school's history, but he wants to be remembered for much more. His impact as a teammate, student, and leader, just to name a few. Also a top five national recruit and University of Florida commit this fall. We're excited to have him on the show. Man, welcome to the UDP, Adams. Great to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Definitely. Absolutely. I got to correct you, Calvin, off the bat. He's not just the best high school swimmer in uh, his high school. Might be arguably the state from what I'm hearing. Is that true, Adam? I don't know. I think so, man. I think everything we've been finding and hearing and, um, you know, I think I think he he might be the best ever to come out of Ohio. At least I'm throwing it out there because I think he's going to. There's a big, there's a huge background of like Ohio swimming. So, yeah, I guess you just you just there's like it's whatever the future holds. Sure. There's there's a guy I went to high school with that. This is way back when. It's probably 15 years ago. A guy named John Sands, who I think had the Ohio State pool record. But I'm sure that's been beaten about 10 times over. So I don't know if that name rings a bell or not. But yeah, it's how um, it is. It, uh, you know, I, I'm sure it's just like any sport. You guys are getting bigger, stronger, faster. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to something I don't know. I know a lot about sports, but one thing I don't know is, is about swimming. Outside mm-hmm. of Michael Phelps and uh, yeah. Ryan always butchers last name. Is it Lochte? Yeah, it's Lochte. Okay, yeah. there we go. And uh, Katie Ledecky, that's about all I got. So mm-hmm. look forward to learning, learning more about you. Mm-hmm. Before we start, Kyle, I know you're going to want to talk about, uh, you know, uh, a little bit about, uh, you know, his an adverse moment that he went through. But where does the nickname uh, Ace Ten come from? Um, I really well, my grandma, well, my initials are ACC, so okay. my grandma always called me like Ace, like just like I don't, I don't really know. So then I made like my Instagram. I don't know when I was a little kid, so I made it ace and then my the number i always used in sports was 10 so it was my username was ace 10 cheney and then people would like follow me and stuff and they'd call me like ace 10 and it just kind of stuck kind of a sweet name actually i like that yeah. man. yeah definitely and he's actually i just thought of this too adam is our first high school um person on this on the podcast so you're, you're if you if you do anything you're probably gonna win a gold medal in uh, the olympics just but remember us yeah, remember yeah. us. We were the first <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we were the first. Um, you were the first high school, you know, uh, person for us. But um, in the true underdog fashion, Adam, we always like to kind of talk about lead off with an adverse moment, right? Everyone sees the accolades, and um, you're going to Florida. You know, one of the best in the country uh, in your sport. But I know you had some adversity. Uh, you broke your back, I believe, uh, the summer before your sophomore year. Can you kind of talk about maybe some of the adversity that you've been through in your career? 
Um, yeah, it definitely changed like a lot. Like, I don't think I've ever really been out of the pool like that. Like, I can't remember when, like I wasn't doing sports or something like that. So I think, so we were at this swim meet. Um, it was towards the beginning of the summer and we were playing this game and it was like rock, paper, scissors, shoot. And you like went around the mound or like, there was like, it was like a baseball diamond and you had to like beat the other team around. And we did. And I, and I was like the one who like won it. And so uh, one of my teammates kind of hopped on my back and it like, that's where I kind of like tweaked it there. And I didn't really like know what happened. And I just like swam through it and like going like through the whole summer, like I complained about it a little bit, like my back kind of hurts. Um, like it's uncomfortable, like when I wake up and stuff. And so we decided to get like a new mattress and see, like, I was told it was growing pains a lot. So that's kind of how it was. And then at the end of the summer, I think we went, we went to junior nationals, which is like 18 and under nationals for, so it's like high school nationals. And, uh, after that, yeah, I came home and I was like, my back is like pretty messed up. So we went to the doctor and yeah, like turned out it was like, it was broken. So from there, then it was like, we went back to high school season or like, I just went back to high school and I had to sit out for like three months. I mean, I couldn't do anything. Like I couldn't even get in the pool. I couldn't swim. So just sitting out, um, it kind of bothered me a little bit. I never like had been in the position where I did nothing. There was so much like free time. So just like the thought in my head, like I coming back to swimming, it was, it was difficult. It was different. And then once I finally got back, I had to get over like my back still, like I had to do all the therapy and like just the work to get through to back where I was took like so long, but I just had to keep like the mental focus in my head that like I can make it. And then by the next summer, I was definitely ahead of where I was. Were you, now when you, so you were still competing. Uh, how were you competing as far as were you still performing at a high level, even with this injury injury, or did you just realize that, you know, it, you could tell that it was holding you back from maybe making some of the times. Cause you obviously still made the junior nationals, but could you tell a difference? Um, I think, so I think I was out for a couple months and then I came back and it was, it was high school season. So I swam in high school season, which, which is in like the winter, same as basketball season. Wow. So I think, I think it wasn't my back that really held me back. It was just like, being out of the pool for that long and not like training. So I could, yeah, there was definitely a difference in my performance, but I think over the summer, I definitely like caught up back to where I was. I'd say so. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Going off of back where, you know, then you won what two state titles and then the following summer, you know, you competed for uh, the USA pan Pacific games. If I got that right. in Suva or Fiji. Um, I know I I saw that you went to Budapest, um, and also made the first junior national. So I'd say you came back pretty strong. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Can you talk a bit, a little bit about those, uh, winning the state titles and and everything that you've, you've accomplished? Uh, yeah. So you see, so Ohio, I talked about how it's such like a big swimming, um, program, like you'd say. So they're definitely like I mean everybody when you go to the state like the final heat it's always like division one commits like Stanford commits and like 
kids next to me that are committed to division one college. So it's always huge. Everybody takes it like really seriously. Like all the other high school states, like some people, like some club teams don't even like go to high school state or focus on it. But we, Ohio, take like a big focus on high school state. It's like, it's a big, like just achievement for everybody. Like the the records up on the pool too are like huge records, big names. So when we show up to high school state, I mean, everybody's like standing tall. Like it's always like, very 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 competitive and I think back in my sophomore year was yeah the first time I won I won two high school states after I broke my back and then I won two my junior year and then two my senior year the 50 and the 100 free I swung it all three times a lot of medals hanging in your house <laughs> yeah yeah yep. uh now you mentioned Stanford what are um what are the top I don't know maybe the top three or five schools would you say in the country for swimming it definitely switches around um, over years. Like it used to be Stanford. I mean, Stanford just had a really good recruiting class to my grade. Right now, um, I think they going into the NCAAs was supposed to be the end of March. Mm-hmm. And they had the standings. They never swam, though, because of the virus. The standings were Texas was first. Cal, Cal Berkeley was second, Florida was third, then NC State, and then you had like IU in the mix, uh, Ohio State. Of course. And the, yeah, uh, Michigan. Of course. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Michigan State. fan. Yeah. And I grew up an Ohio State fan. So yeah, well, how, did it, <laughs> how, how did it go? I know Florida is obviously, you know, a top program. It sounds like Ohio mm-hmm. State too. What was the decision to leave the home state for you know, Florida. Yeah, that was definitely a big factor. Um, just staying close to home was like the idea, like either going to Ohio state or Florida. Um, I know a lot of the kids at Florida very well. And I feel like Florida is just like the perfect fit. Like I've known those kids for a long time. Some of them because I've swam with them over the years. And then also I do have family actually in Florida also. So that definitely helps. And just kind of getting away and being in, I mean, being in Florida is nice. It's crazy how sports are nowadays, you know, way back in my day, I'm older than my partner, Kyle over there. Uh, But like to say that, you know, you know, a lot of guys down at Florida already on the team from having competed at the high level makes Mm -hmm. it just that much easier for you. It sounds like to make that commitment down there and then obviously knowing that they're a top program. So, and then yeah, to leave Ohio to go to a warm state, which I might roll the dice here and just bet in 10 years, you may never come back to Ohio. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's a long time from now though. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of family real quick. I don't, I never told, cause I didn't get to speak with you before this, but, um, I know one of your cousins really well, uh, Amanda yeah. Cheney and Sarah Cheney mm-hmm. and your family is like crazy athletic. Cause isn't your yeah other cousin or uncle is Chris Mack, right? Yep. Yeah. And then My Amanda cousin, and Sarah both cheered at Miami. And then I know, uh, mm-hmm. Sarah, Sarah, um, was a cheerleader for the Atlanta Hawks. I'm sure there's other athletes in your family, but I'm like, yeah, man, who is My dad not? and my grandpa dad and grandpa what they do because everyone else is like you guys are all just super athletes um nfl my dad oh. was browns and my grandpa was Detroit lions 
as oh, an athlete. I'm a diehard Browns fan, so that's that's yeah. A, when did he yeah. play? Um, I don't think so. He came from he came out of Dayton when they won a national championship. Uh, sixty. I don't remember when it was. Sixty. I don't remember. Maybe it was later than that. I don't really remember. But long, long time ago. That's okay. Yeah, long time ago. And then uh, <laughs> he was, I think he, he was signed a free agent. And he ended up, he's broke his foot multiple times. And I think he was at, it was training camp or something. And he ended up breaking his foot again. And cool. he decided he just couldn't come back from it again. So he went back to college. After what position? He was a uh, free safety. Okay. Laying the wood. All right, all right, pops. When pops listens to this, we'll give you a little. We'll give you some props there, pops. Yeah. <laughs> um, so wanted to transition to you know, you know, kind of current state uh, with everything going on right now with COVID nineteen. And you mentioned earlier when you broke your back, that's the longest you've been out of the water. But then I talked to your mom, you know, last week, uh, kind of just in some prep, and she mentioned, you know, you played a ton of sports growing up, but uh, right now, obviously, with swimming being your focus. You know, you said that this is the longest. I think this is probably up there with probably the longest that you've been out of the water, going to be out of the water. How are you handling that as an as an elite athlete and keeping your mind wrapped around, you know, just making sure you're still preparing to to, to leave for Florida in the fall and, and making sure, you know, you're not going to take any steps backwards? Well, the problem was Olympic trials. You see, they still had Olympic trials going. I think it was a couple of weeks ago until they canceled it. So when they still had Olympic trials going, everybody was in kind of like a panic because we couldn't practice or do anything. So how are we supposed to get ready for Olympic trials? But now it's been, it's been set back a year, the Olympics and everything. Yeah. So uh, there's not such a panic and we definitely, we still have time to get a whole year to get ready for the Olympics. So there's not so much pressure. So right now uh, I don't want to get out of shape. Like I still want to stay in shape and our, my coach through group me will send us workouts and stuff like that. And we'll do the zoom calls like we are right now and talk about like what we're doing and how we're getting through this together and stuff like that. But right now, yeah, we really just want to stay in shape and my grandma's going to end up opening up her pool so that I can help, I can help get in the pool grandma. and just Decker, stay in shape the Decker. until I get to Florida. Yeah, my the the Decker pool is open up this uh, weekend, I believe. So I'm about to have you. It's not very long though. It's yeah. <laughs> hopefully yeah, she yeah. has a big one. It's it's uh it's it's not very. You wouldn't get a whole lot of length, but hopefully, uh, um, man, we have to have you over to the to the to the Decker residence. So yeah, well, you see, so we have these uh, cord bands, mm -hmm. and you can tie it around the diving board, and then I can put it around my waist, and then I can just swim forever. <sighs> like it'll hold me back, so I don't move. Yeah. So it's like swimming in like one of those like rapids or something. You can just keep, yeah. Wow, I didn't know. It's no idea. Going. That's no idea. I've never amazing. imagined that. That's that's great. sounds painful. <laughs> it's it's yeah. like those videos I've seen on. Uh, I hate to admit I'm on TikTok, but they put uh, <laughs> during the coronavirus. It's it's um, the, yeah. This is I get on these tangents, Adam. So bear with me here. But they put um, oil like uh, cooking oil on the kitchen on the floor. I don't know if you guys have seen this. But then they put their hands on the stove and then they start walking it like it's a, like it's a treadmill because the, the oil, you know, will make the feet go. It's, it's incredible. You have to check it out. I know it sounds bizarre, but it's kind of like the whole yeah. thing of like tying a, a rope to or bungee to a, a, a board and swim. Yeah. It's like the same concept. It's crazy. But 
Um, it's hilarious. I highly recommend it. Anyone out there, look out the work workout uh, oil with uh, in your kitchen. It's 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 incredible. So are you are you a TikTok guy, Adam? Um, no, no. I think I have it downloaded, but I never looked at it. I just yeah. stayed to Instagram really. Yeah, stay gotcha. off of it. It's it's no good. It's, it's a distraction. A it's a distraction. Yeah, <laughs> focused individual, and that's actually one thing your cousin said is how uh, how focused you are. She said your wife did find a little dirt on you though. You liked brownies with icing. Is that the is that the? Oh yeah, so she told you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you don't eat them before you know certain meat or you know. So I'll throw that out there. She said you're you're still health conscious, but your one sweet spot is these brownies with icing. That's that's the word. Yeah. She makes those for us. Yeah, all the time. I love those. Yeah, we <laughs> eat those. I mean, she'll bring plates of them and they'll go before the night's over. Yeah. But you shoot, you probably burn. I remember watching Michael Phelps, you know, over the years and he had to, he had like some 5,000 calorie, you know, diet or maybe it was more than that because you guys burn so much. What yeah. is your talking about, you know, your, you know, overall regimen? What is your diet like when you're burning off all these calories? How much do you need to consume and what do you eat? Um, e yeah, uh, it's kind of hard. Like if you don't eat, um, you definitely can't keep on the weight and you got to keep on the weight. Uh, the weight definitely helps with, uh, diving and just, uh, like the way you move your body through the water can help. I mean, you don't want to be like too big though. There's like a certain medium where you have to hit to make sure you can still move through the water well and be like physically strong. So we'll eat. I mean, I really, I can eat what mostly what I want, whatever you want. Yes. Yeah. You're young. But like, <laughs> yeah. And then, but like, Oh yeah, I'll do breakfast, lunch and dinner. And then, uh, I'll drink protein and do protein and stuff. like. He that. could smash a Whopper right now, smash a big Mac this afternoon, go work yeah. out and be tip top shape. Wake up tomorrow. Where if Kyle, if we did that. Probably see you Sunday. <laughs> he, he could yeah. probably eat. He could probably do like that McDonald's that made that movie, like where the guy ate McDonald's for like yeah, I've seen for, that. for thirty days. He would super do that. Size me. Yeah, super size me. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. And he and he would. You would still have a chiseled, you know, six right, probably twelve pack and and whatever else you needed there. But uh, yeah, you guys, you swimmers, you don't see an out of shape swimmer. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> some of the some of the football players, every once in a while, they'll come swim for the high school. Cause mm -hmm. they can do like the, they can do like a 53 pretty well usually. And it's like, I mean, they lose 10 pounds like in a week, like nothing. <laughs> there Just we go. Because, hey, yeah. me, me and me, uh, me and black might have to start <laughs> diving in the pool. So yeah. I'm trying to lose yeah. weight. Well, I guess he's trying to gain weight, but yeah, if I start swimming, you guys will start like you did last week. He said, man, you feeling all right. You look sick. Cause I lost some weight. <laughs> I'm like, listen, man, it's hard for me to put on weight. Yeah. <laughs> trying to maintain. So, um, so no, so as Kyle mentioned too, um, just talking about, you know, the sport of swimming, uh, reading the article, you know, one thing your coach mentioned was, uh, your improved leadership qualities throughout the season. And he talked about, um, you high fived your, your, your teammate, Kevin Wu after a 200 medley relay, um, uh, talk about your, your evolved, you know, how you've kind of evolved, um, as a leader you know, going to, you know, into your senior year and as you're leaving, how's, how's that been and is kind of coming out of a shell and taking on that leadership role? Well, I used to go to Bishop Fenwick my freshman and sophomore year. So my GCL? leadership kind of, yep, my leadership kind of went up and then back down and then back up. 
So when I was freshman and sophomore, I think we might have taken like one or two kids to state or like just enough to get like a relay. Like it wasn't much. So, but we, I mean, we were still good. We had, our relay was really good. I think we definitely placed top 15. I cannot remember though. But so like, yeah, there, like, I mean, those kids like loved me. Like they looked up to me. Like I was like, I mean, a superstar. And this was just like my sophomore year. So I just had to like, um, like stay focused, like not really let it get to my head. And I just had to like help lead them because they've never been in the position or like a position like this. Mm-hmm. But then after that, I went, I, as I switched over to Mason, like I knew more of the kids and I was like a younger individual kind of more looking up to them, even though I might not have been faster than all of them, they were still more of the role models to me than I was to them. But then came my senior year and I definitely think I stepped up a lot. Um, I had younger kids uh, looking up to me. Like I can name a couple, like Bray not like our whole team was younger than me. I think we had, one or two seniors that really swam. It was me and uh, Nikki D'Angelo. And I might be missing someone. I don't think I am, though. And, <laughs> like, we had, yeah, we had, like, Kevin Wu and Brayden Osborne, all these younger kids, Carl Blaybaum looking up to us, Eli Deviak. And so we really just, like, this state, like, we just had to help them, like, to like put them on a path and help them what they're doing and just like always keep them up. That was definitely like a big factor. Like it's just like in your head, like swimming is a huge, huge, like conscious sport. Mm -hmm. So just like giving them that high five at the end and like just all the simple little things. And leadership is something, you know, that's learned. Uh, You know, we have a friend that we went to school with as a podcast called the learning leader. And that's what it's really the podcast focus is learning to become a leader. Uh, and he interviews a lot of prominent leaders throughout, you know, throughout the world. Um, and so to just kind of hear you say, you know, you were a leader, then you kind of tailored off there when you transferred to, uh, to Mason. And then as your senior year, you took kind of took that role back on and really embraced it. So I'll just tell you, man, as you're going to take that next step at the, at the division one level, uh, when you get to Florida, you know, keep that leader it's going to be tough obviously you're going to be the young guy again you're going to be the young guy on a totem pole you're mm-hmm. going to be looking up to a lot of great swimmers but you know continue to just learn how to be a leader and that'll take you through florida that'll take you through the olympics and that'll just take you into your career man so you know props to you for for taking on that role at an early age and just continue to to take that and go with it man sorry that's coach yeah. black coming out of me thanks yeah. <laughs> no, and, and and one thing i'll add uh, to you adam is something i've i've learned through um couple of the guys we played ball with and a couple of guys I grew up with, uh, one being our, actually our first episode was a guy named Neil Walker's played in major league, stills there right now with the Phillies. But he said, oftentimes talk to him and either says, stay humble or be humbled. Cause there's a lot of guys he's played with that have had talent. Um, and they don't have that humble. Um, they don't stay humble. So they, they, he says one or the other, either you stay humble or you get humbled and getting humbled, he said, is just not fun because it's a lot of those guys that have the talent, but then they're out of the league or they're out of college. So, and we saw that too. We both play college football. It's the same thing. So anyway, something we've learned through the podcast that we like to tell the listeners, like what are the, the common themes that we see that this platform produces? And I think one of them is definitely how to sustain excellence is, is that, that, humility that you showed to your teammates and building that team 
in getting them to places. And obviously that's something we'll carry on with you. So as, as Calvin said, congrats to that. And, um, you know, it's hard. I, I saw one of the things to stay humble when you're called the goat on a newspaper article. So when I see a big old goat, the greatest of all time, I'm like, that's awesome. First of all. Um, mm-hmm. but obviously that, that carries some weight. And speaking of carrying weight, um, Caleb Dressel, uh, saw as a top swimmer, uh, in the country or in, in the mm-hmm. world now. And he came from Florida and, and obviously those are big, uh, I guess shoes or guess swimming. I don't know what the big, big, uh, role to fill, you know, I don't know what you call it in swimming, but, mm-hmm. um, to step in and, and kind of follow in his, his path. How do you feel about that? Um, so Florida is, there's, there's new coaches now from when he was there. Okay. So I definitely, I don't know if I'm really filling his shoes because I mean, well, he is, I, I would say he's, he's the best swimmer of all time. He's definitely the best swimmer of all time. You, you'll, you'll be able to tell when the Olympics come up next year. Like wow. Michael Phelps was, this is how he'll be. Really? Yes. Yeah. Wow. You'll definitely, you'll see it. Yeah. He, he, he is incredible. He's incredible to watch. Um, I definitely think I maybe, maybe not like filling the shoes, but it's a different, it's kind of a different program. Now there's new coaches and stuff. So I just kind of, I think, there is still peers ahead of me, Kieran Smith and Trey Freeman, my friends that go there now. I just kind of want to go there and just kind of like move into it. And I just want to like start my own, like build our team and like start our own legacy of our own team and not think about um, filling anybody's shoes or stuff like that. No pun intended, but stay in your lane. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Look, you're Uh, quick-witted today, Black. I am. I am. You're on it. I'm trying, man. It's Friday. That's what happens. Uh, So one quote, and I I think we're probably going to – we do a rapid fire as well before we kind of get moved towards the conclusion of rapid fire. But there's a quote that you had said, um, the only way is through. There's no easy way. Uh, can you yeah. talk a little bit about where maybe where you heard that quote or what that quote has done for you um, as an athlete and as a student and as a leader? Um, I don't really remember where I know. I mean, it's on the tip of my tongue from where I heard it from. Um, but well, it's just I actually, you know, what I remember I heard it from. Um, it involves uh, Caleb actually. Um, some, some, one of the coaches told me that when Caleb was being recruited, it was a Florida, it was one of the Florida coaches. He told me when Caleb was being recruited, um, he went to Texas for one of his visits and, uh, Eddie Reese, huge, huge coach name, a lot of respect for him. I love Eddie. Uh, he told him you got to work, uh, like smarter. And like you have to focus on different things to make yourself better, or it was something like that along those lines. And then the Florida co- coach, he came to Florida and he took a visit to Florida. And the Florida coach told him, "You're gonna have to work hard." And like, as soon as he heard that, like, he says he was done, and like he left his visit. And the coaches were like, "Where'd he go? Like, bring him back? Like, why did he leave early?" And he said he told him he knew, like, when the coach told him that that he wanted to come to Florida. So it's just like the thought, like. 
there's nothing that's going to make like anything easy. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to get it done or you want to be the best, like it's going to be a hard route. Go through and it. the only way is through. And that's in life, man. Uh, just what you're yep. learning now. That's why we we're, we're trying to recruit as many student athletes as possible because that competitiveness and just knowing that, um, nothing comes easy. And I think a lot of people are always looking to make a quick buck in this, in this world or, you know, get that quick trophy and nothing, not, it's just not like that way. And so it's, it's so refreshing to hear someone, um, at your state of life and being a young man that you are, um, that you, you already understand that. I mean, that's just such a huge asset, man. Hopefully you can be a professional swimmer and but at some point that will, you know, come to an end and, and you'll have everything that you need to, to set up. So I, I always talk to college athletes and we do, so don't worry about any internships or different things like that. You're, you're doing a full-time job as a, yeah. collegiate swimmer and you'll be just fine. I remember a lot of our guys, I don't know, Calvin, if you remember this, but it's like, I, I don't get an internship. I'm not going to do this. And the value that college in, in any athletics growing up that teaches you the discipline and, and I'm sure, and, and, and that's what your cousin said, like, you're always in the pool. Like you're always grinding, you're always refining your craft. And obviously you're studying, you know, people before you and, and listening to coaches. And those are just things that you can translate to anything. So um, hopefully you know yeah, that. that. So. That's how it is. Like when I go on these trips, like across country, everybody is usually like, so it's me and my friend from Sycamore, Carson Foster, which I mean, he's probably the best swimmer in Ohio right now for sure. Or, and he's in our class. He's actually ranked first. And, um, he definitely, me and him go on these trips and it's, uh, like it's all experience. And then like sharing that experience is such a big part when we come back and we get to teach it to like the oncoming, like the little kids in our group, like you would not believe like how much they look up to us. And like, we see them, like we help them in the pool, like just like 10 minutes, like they're so happy to get to work with us. And it's just cool to like these people I get to meet when I go on these trips, it's like kids going to Harvard. Like you can just learn so much from them or like people from like a different culture. And it, it, you just said it in so many words, but it's all about the relationships that you're, that you're developing now. Yep. Now. And then those relationships from those younger guys who are looking up to you, you know, those relationships are going to go a very, very, very long way. And, you know, something I didn't do in college, uh, and I, you know, I don't know how well Kyle may have done it either, but was really develop those relationships, continue to develop those relationships through college because those once swimming is done at some point, those are going to be the relationships that you're going to be able to lean on. Um, you know, when it comes time to at some point enter the corporate world. So continue to develop those relationships because again, all, all these tools that you're learning from sports, as Kyle just said, are going to definitely carry over into the real world one day uh, when you do have to you know, get out of the pool for that one last time. So, and hopefully that's a long time from now, but yeah, uh, you know, yep. definitely keep that with you. So mm -hmm. I will. Cool. We already get to uh rapid fire. We always do this at the end of, towards the end of our, our podcast and um, we'll see, uh, Calvin put these together, so I'm going to check a few of these out, but um, I'll go ahead and kick it off here, and I'm assuming I might know the answer to this. So, Calvin, this is an interesting It might be an here. easy one. Yeah, this, we'll see. This is interesting. But it, that's going to probably have to change. Right. Ah, change. I think it might be there. What is your favorite college team, Adam? Utah. Oh, oh yeah. We he's didn't from know Utah. That. Yeah. yeah, but he's from Utah. From, yeah. you're, bo you're born, right? Yeah, when I've always you? been. Yep, Utah Jazz, big fan of Utah. Also, really like Tampa though too. 
Okay. So Tampa Bay Bucks football or? Oh Tampa? yeah, pro, not college, but yeah. So you you got to be uh, really ex- really excited not, for no, Tom not, Brady. No, not the Bucks so much. I definitely um like Tampa Bay uh, Lightning a lot. Okay, okay. Like Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay Rays too. No, I'm not a big hockey guy. Okay. No. All right. I got a lot of respect for that. Being a Baseball. Tampa Bay Rays and uh, some uh, just a Tampa Bay fan, you don't hear that all the time. Yeah. Good for you. Okay. Well, I, that was the first MLB baseball game I ever went to. So you you grew up like a Utah yeah. Ute fan, like Utah yeah. the the, the Utes. Because so, yeah. yeah, you're there in Utah, right? You're either Utah Ute or a BYU Cougar, right? BYU, yeah, exactly. It's a big rivalry. That that mascot, mm-hmm. once again, not to go on one of my tangents, but that mascot for BYU, that Cougar. <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys. Yes. That that is incredible. He like dunked from yeah. the three point line. And, yeah, like, yeah, he is. Yeah, I just saw a video on that yesterday. His break dancing on the field, I'm like, dude, this thing is like legendary. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is something now. Now worth worth time is definitely to go check out. Anyone listening, the BYU Cougar uh, mascot, just Google that or YouTube that, and it's it's electric for sure. Yeah, like I uh, saw a video. I think it might have been this morning or last night, and he like yeah backflip backflip off the top of the uh, the hoop and then dunks it. Yeah, yeah. he's crazy. Incredible, incredible. Nice. Um, next question. Who were the who were your top five schools that recruited you or that you were maybe considering? And if five is too many, you can maybe go three, and then uh, you maybe you kind of already touched on it and, and why you chose Florida over those. Um. Yeah. So you get you get five visits, right? Five official visits. Um. I think I started out sophomore year though. We went to sectionals, and Ohio State was actually at sectionals. And they gave us an unofficial because they're a lot of talk to the rules are crazy. They change every year. So I went on an unofficial to Ohio. I think I went on two or three unofficials to Ohio State and then an official to Ohio State. Um, went to Florida, went to Cal Berkeley, went to Texas, and went to Indiana. So those are my five. Wow. Top five in the country. All five were visited. Yeah. In, in, on a. I would love to ask about your visits, but I've been on college visits and I know that's not always, you know, that's not always something we can talk about on a podcast, uh, but hopefully you had a good time. So, but obviously yep. you chose Florida, man. So mm-hmm. it's awesome. Yeah. Spe- speaking of leaving for question three here, speaking of leaving um, Ohio for Florida outside of missing your cousin's brownies and maybe some skyline on La Rosa's, what are you most nervous or going to miss uh, from Ohio? Um, I think just being in the comfort of my family and at home is definitely mm. what I'm going to miss the most. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely a big homebody. So yeah, I think the first year will be tough. Yeah, definitely. You'll miss uh, mom's cooking and doing laundry and yeah, the whole nine. You so. do laundry yet? No, I usually don't know. Just dump it all in at once. Let whatever's going to bleed, bleed out the first time. And then you're good with some pink clothes. You got a couple of pink white yeah. shirts, but everything else will be good and put it on cold water. <laughs> yeah. See, I'll tell you a secret and hopefully my wife doesn't hear this, even though my brother-in-law is our producer. You make friends with the girl in your dorm or girls. Yes. And when they're swinging down to do laundry, you just have Give them pick them. up yours. Yes. Yeah. I'm all about yeah. learning the system. Like I said, I'm not the smartest dude. But I always had common sense to get stuff done. Or as Gary Brackett, GSD, get shit done. And he, uh, you know, I would do that or study groups. Like I said, I'm not the smartest dude, but I would go sit with the smartest people. And I would help. Yeah. I, would, I would still grind out. I would do questions and stuff. But I'm always a, 
put yourself around better people or smart people mm-hmm. or people that are willing to help and it'll help. So anyway, I, I did that. I did a few loads of laundry myself. I'm not going to lie, but I, I had, I'm telling you, man, I had the system set up. I'll, yeah. I'll, and I'll tell you a quick, funny story. When I, in my dorm, my freshman year, I did my laundry down in the basement and I, you know, you forget it's down there for a few hours. And I went down there one time and all my laundry was folded sitting on the table. And I was like, yeah, cause somebody did it for you. Yeah. And I was like, who, but, and I never found out who did it, but I was thankful. I was like, wow, this yeah. is the first and last time it'll get folded. So, yep. <laughs> so and, yeah, and something you, funny. and something you can do that we didn't have. And it's, well, it's again, dating us, but is this type of technology. So I was able to call my mom and dad, but seeing them was not, you know, we didn't really have yeah, the, the, the capabilities really on our phones at that time. Or uh, we were in the version of believe this or not is, is Facebook was just starting when I got this to college. Yeah. So you only had Facebook. You could only pick We were like the Miami. I went to Miami university. And mm-hmm. so that we were like the 15th school to get on Facebook and you could only add friends that from those 15 places. So they had expanded the schools. So I was like, man, this is crazy. I never thought my, then five years later, my mom's on Facebook and I'm like, that's crazy. You know, <laughs> um, it's probably a lot like why people like, why is Kyle on TikTok? Right. That's kind of like the versions yeah. for young people, but then it evolves. Right. It's kind of like Instagram or Snapchat or anything, but anyway, use that technology. I'm sure you will. Obviously you're very familiar with it and, uh, you'll be able to stay close to mom and family as best you can. So, um, the last one I had, I thought it was kind of funny one with me watching the Olympics. Um, who wins in a freestyle? You were Katie Ledecky. I don't know about timing and all that. I know she's the best in the women's game. How does yeah. that in a freestyle? I don't know the length, but how would you, is your times beat her or who would win that? Um, yeah, I think I, I would definitely beat her. Uh, I really don't usually go into the longer distances like, like she does. Maybe the longer you go, the closer she might get. She could definitely, like 50 free, I would probably kill her. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like like, when you start going up, though, she'll definitely she'll give me a run for my money. All right. Yeah. Is she is she still the best in the women's swimming? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I always I love you know come Olympics time, man. Wherever where, where could you qualify? So if we, me and Calvin were to come, you qualify for the Olympics and you make the Olympics. Where's the next Olympics gonna be? Tokyo. Tokyo, and that's what next, next year. Next. Could you make, be next year. are you eligible to make that or to be, yeah, I will, I'll go to Olympic trials and it works as, so for the hundred free, it's nice. I'm kind of, I get this, I get a special, uh, like almost like a handicap a little bit. So they, they'll take six for the hundred free because of relays and you have to do prelims and then finals at Olympics. So there'll be a prelim relay and a final relay. So if you get top six, you'll go for the hundred free. And basically, if you're on that prelim relay, you're going to get a gold medal because, of course, as United States at finals, they'll win. Even if you're not, on, if you're on the prelim relay, you still get the medal. Wow. And uh, but like any other event, it, they only take two. Okay, gotcha. So that's that's how it's nice like that. Yeah. So do you feel like you have a pretty good shot or you're in the mix to, to make it? Um, yeah, see, that's the thing about how they moved it back a year. I was just kind of going to go for experience. And, you know, just have fun and see what trials is like. And then maybe in four years, it'll be a little different. But now they've moved it back a year. I'm going to go from 18 and 19. I'm going to go to Florida and I'm going to start lifting and like yeah. eating healthy and they'll get me on nutrition plans. So hopefully maybe I can do a little more damage than I thought. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Get off yeah. Skyline and La Rosa's right. and all that yeah. stuff. 
the brownies, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll yep. get you right. Start getting excited. Yeah. I'm starting to get excited now, man. This is, hey, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go to uh, Tokyo. Uh, yeah, that might be a little interesting, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, well, 2024 is supposed to be LA. Oh, we're or there. Las Vegas. Las oh, Vegas. we're definitely there. Yeah. We're in Black yeah. and Decker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just, so you, we'll, if you win, you gotta you gotta come back on though. That's just, that's, that's what cool. I was just gonna yeah. say. Yep. Yeah. Okay. He said yes. We got it recorded. So once he gets the gold, he's coming back on the UDP because oh. you know you're gonna be like on Good Morning America. You're gonna be on all mm-hmm. these big time. Things. Don't forget about us, man. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're there from the get. I got you. So. Uh-huh. So right. good stuff. We really appreciate your time. How can uh, anyone that's wanting to kind of follow you? I know you're not a ton on social media, but like, if, what ones are you on, or is, how do they follow? kind of your journey um you follow my mom on facebook <laughs> yeah yeah and what's and what's it's, uh, cheryl cheney is that right yeah mm-hmm. cheryl. yeah so yeah cheryl. she posts about everything yeah she's right. proud, um, proud mom or yeah they also have a there's a website for like swimming news it's called swim slam news and if i do anything special or anything special happens it'll, it would be on there swim swam news mm-hmm. dot right. com dot com okay perfect well man it's been great yeah thank you for your time uh you know it's it's a pleasure meeting you and i know we're going to be excited to to follow your journey once all of this uh this COVID 19 stuff is has is over but you know utilize grandma's pool and keep getting those workouts in man and uh you know excited for you to get to florida and hopefully you like you said go do some damage for next year for the olympics Mm mm-hmm Yeah, well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thanks, Adam. Really appreciate your time. It was nice to meet you, too. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Underdog Podcast. Please subscribe and rate our podcast on the Apple and Google Podcast apps. And send our Twitter handle a screenshot of your rating at Underdog Pod with your shirt size for a chance to win a free T-shirt. See you next week on the UDP.